Hey hoes, what's up sluts? It's your girl Spice, another episode of Sugaring with Spice, hosted by me, slut who won't fuck you, and I'm dreading this episode. I've been avoiding it um, for weeks because I was gonna drop it before I went on this trip with a client, but I didn't because I didn't want to face that music and those emotions. Because this particular client knows about this entire relationship as well. Because um, I was in an open relationship. Um, oh god, that sounds just so weird to say. Anyways, let's get into it. Um, yeah, so I have just been like, not embarrassed to talk about it. It's just very, very painful. Because I have realized that through this breakup the second time that I think it's more painful because I have abandonment issues I believe like to just be disregarded walked away from my entire life first by you know like family and inconsistent parenting and you know toxic relationships uh, as an adult it hurts more like I didn't really resonate being abandoned of the feeling of being abandoned my entire life until my adult life now that I'm like 30 I'm like damn that's what it is like it's this feeling of abandonment so I gave this guy a second chance and I had dated him I started dating him November 2019. I've talked about him on the podcast before. He literally broke me into a million pieces during the pandemic. You know, took me out of the club for a while. Supported me. Um, I always say, you know, if I stayed with him back in the day, who knows? I doubt we probably would still be together. But, like, that would have been the easy way out. And, like, he would have just taken care of me. But I wouldn't have had... The life I have now or the choices I have now and the experiences I do now so it all worked out the way it should but he was a nightmare the first time around so it doesn't make sense to me why I thought the nightmare had changed but you know I didn't leave him because I didn't love him so you know that's always been hard for me and we were friends after we broke up so when he just stopped being my friend when we got into a small dispute that was also just like him like dropping me like literally like a fly um over you know something not so serious just needing some closure and apology and so he came around this time offering me closure and an apology and i believed it you know i cried he cried he told me how ashamed he was about how he treated me in the past and he is looking around because he came over to my place and we went out to lunch and then we proceeded to go have like more drinks after lunch but you know just looking around at my place who I am now what I look like now it's very different than what he experienced the first time so he gave me credit where it was due and I thought that was sweet of him and he was just like, look what you've built for yourself, you know, like, I'm so sorry about the past, I'm sorry the way I treated you, you know, I was grieving my brother when we were together, so it, like, 
moved such a weight off of my shoulders to have him acknowledge like what he did was fucked up because there were so many things that were fucked up. And this time, ugh, I don't even, I don't think it's really fucked up because I didn't give myself to him fully this time. I told him, you know, like we're not going to be in a, um, monogamous relationship because I'm not giving up my clients, my job, my freedom for you. One, you haven't earned that. Two, I would, wouldn't do that for anybody right now, unless it was something very, very safe and secure. And I don't believe that exists. So we'll talk about that later, but, uh, yeah, I wasn't going to stop doing me. And he was just like, you know, I should have never judged you. He's also engaged with sex workers and I, in the past, I didn't judge him. So I thought that was really shady uh, for him to pass so much judgment. So anyways, we agreed to be like seeing each other. He would come over to my house and everything fell right back into place because when we rekindled everything, we basically just fell like head over heels in love right from the get-go he brought me around his friends again we went to like several dinners uh i avoided going back to his house in orange county where i used to live with him you know for as long as i could and i went back one day and like went in the house and i was just like yeah i'm gonna wait in the car because it's just so much bad memories in there so went back there eventually um went back a few times he watched my cats for me which i thought was you know life-changing because he was like, I miss them so much. Like all this just sounds so pathetic. Like the second time, just like listening to it, but I don't know, I guess it was fun while it lasted and lesson learned about myself as well. He's not all to blame, but, um, we rekindled in August. Yes. August, late August. I think I have no idea. And when he, came back into my life he had just quit his job and basically wasn't going to go back to work for like a month or two because he was having the choice of where he was going to work next and was going to florida and asia and atlanta and all these places to figure out where he was going to work next but it was going to be remote so it was just interviewing at different companies so he spent like a full month with me and it was just like pretty much like total bliss for a while and then uh he's a bad drunk i'm a bad drunk i was you know obviously still seeing my clients which is gonna eat most people up inside and make a lot of people jealous and although he knew what it was um you know i always go to disneyland specifically and I would be at Disneyland and he would be fucking blowing up my phone and like rage texting me, calling me names. And I would ignore him because if I got into that mindset, like while I was working, well, I would ignore him the best I could, but my customer always used something when there was something going on, like the energy just was off. So it sucked, you know, and I was trying to do both and like not give up what I have on my own because I love my clients as well and love the freedom and life and I don't 
want to just go back to him. <laughs> like, I wasn't just going to go running back to him because he really, like, traumatized me. And so I had this wall up. So every time I was with a client, like, I really wouldn't give a fuck about him. Like, I would to a degree. But in the back of my head, like, I was so much more happier doing what I was doing. And I think me not spending my 30th birthday with him was the tip of the iceberg. And when I came back, like, nothing was the same. Actually, maybe when things were weird when I came back from Jamaica too. So I went on two vacations, two work trips, uh, once in September to Jamaica, I believe. And then October, I went on a trip for my birthday and I chose not to spend my 30th birthday with him. I was like, in my head, I was like, you haven't earned that. Um, and I would much rather spend it with someone else. And also I'm working. So I didn't have like the chance to think about what, not what I wanted to do, but like, I didn't have a choice to like spend it with my friend. Well, I did, but I'm saying like, it was easier, like just going to work and not having to be disappointed and like having a big like blow up on my birthday with like family or friends and kind of just like running away and enjoying myself. So I chose to do that. And I think I definitely deserve that because the last birthday I spent with him was my 27th birthday and it sucked dick. Ugh. And we broke up right when we got home from the road trip three years ago. So I was like, I don't want to relive that. So I'm going to Mexico. Peace out. <sighs> and every time we were around each other again, like he could just tell, like I didn't want to be around him. Like when we first were around each other for like a month straight, it was like we were making out in every bar and like just the honeymoon phase, the fucking honeymoon phase. And now like as time has gone on and I've taken more time to spend working than nurture that relationship back to health, it just kind of like bleh, slippery slope. And honestly, I'm surprised I haven't got emotional and like choked up and cried about it. But I think like just there's so much stuff that's gone down recently that is just it doesn't even phase me as bad as it did because I fucked up so much more recently and made a bigger mistake. So this one is just like the tip of the iceberg. You guys just wait like this. This relationship was a minor hiccup in my life right now but I did really learn and grow from it because I took some shit from him and you know I knew it was really toxic when I fucking gave him money yes I literally gave a man money so he would stop yelling at me and it was like a breaking point and one of the weakest moments that I had. Uh, I got me a little like choked up just a little, but he spent a lot of time in Asia when I was working um, on both of my trips and we had an open relationship. So he was off, you know, sleeping with all kinds of sex warriors in Asia, 12 to be exact. Yeah, he came home and told me, but uh, well, I don't know. 
I didn't judge because I wasn't like committed to the relationship. I was just like, oh, that sucks. But I think that should have told me that like I didn't really care to like be with him if I was letting him do that, you know, because truthfully, like it hurt, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And it hurt really bad, like the way he just ended things because we could have i wouldn't say been friends but we could have just been adults about it and just let bygones be bygones and respectfully walk away but he wanted to be petty and i had some moments of fucking rage where i wanted to be petty but i just kind of let it go and realized i've got bigger issues and i dodged another bullet but yeah fuck j word and i call this episode j word because I talk to my clients a lot about my personal life because they're deeply invested and it's just weird using the person's name. So whenever we tend to talk about any of my past um, clients, we use like nicknames or code names or stuff like that. So uh, my ex-boyfriend's name was J words. So that's why this episode's called the J word and it's, he who shall not be named essentially because he's a son of a fucking bitch and i hope he is suffering 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 every day of his fucking life but he will because he's a miserable piece of shit and i stayed with him again even though he's not even like a good fucking lay like yeah ugh, like it's it's good because i'm good you know but definitely no if I had to do that my entire life, I definitely would be cheating. And that's how I knew, like, the, it also, so many just, like, red flags for both of us. But, like, I got so much closure from him apologizing for what he put me through and how verbally abusive he was and how financially abusive he was. And, you know, this time around, he was gonna introduce me to his parents and he didn't care what they thought about me and he would marry me without their approval and, you know, potentially forfeit an inheritance, like all these things that he would never have done before. And like, I fell hard for it again. I fell so fucking hard for it again. And like, ugh, like, I'm so glad I went on all those trips because secure the bag, you know, always secure the fucking bag first. Regardless, I think I gave this a genuine shot well i don't know if it was genuine i gave this a shot because you know i just turned 30 my life is you know moving in all kinds of different directions at any given moment and i would i probably got in my head about you know wanting to have a family and wanting to get married and now i'm just like i don't need to rush any of that and I'm just grateful that I didn't fall for her shit again. And not like I had a choice, because you'll see, I was not the one who ended this little open relationship the second time. And like, I had the same like festering deep down feelings too. And like, I was going about this new relationship and getting the advice of like, my clients who were like, men, and you know, they're telling me like, okay, like if he's not doing this, then no, you know, and getting genuine advice. So I was taking it and I don't regret taking it. So it is what it is. You know, I chose money and wisdom over 
love <laughs> or what I thought was love. And I do, I don't even know if he ever really loved me in the first or second relationship. I think it's just like a mirror of like himself because he's just very vacant. So who, who knows, um, you know, and he was hooking up with multiple girls and saying that he was like crying in bed over me. He's a Taurus. So I think we should just put that out there. It's like arguing with a wall, but then when they're down, they're like down bad. And he was just like the whole time you were fucking in Jamaica and the whole time you were in Mexico. He's like, you know how many times I cried myself to sleep and I get it. But like, I was just like, uh, it was hard to have sympathy and I was just genuinely like committed to our long-term goals. And I thought that we would be able to like have this unique relationship and had hoped that it would work out. And one day we could, you know, live happily ever after. And, you know, I could have my own little empire. He could have his and, you know, that would be that. But he couldn't wait for that. And that's not his fault. I probably couldn't either because I'm a Scorpio and I'm a possessive ass bitch so yeah we basically agreed to like only oh yeah I guess that's a vital thing we basically only agreed to like um he was only allowed to hook up with people when I was on work trips or when I was working so basically the open relationship he could maintain those relationships and friendships but he wasn't to like see those people unless I was actually completely unavailable so those were the rules and i those were the good rules because he was just like i don't need to be with anybody like besides those times like the other moments we were going to be committed to each other but if i'm working then he could do whatever he wanted and i thought that would work but it didn't and it ended abruptly while he was on a work trip and he did this December so we got back in each other's lives in August November December so it was like wait am I fucking high yes <laughs> August September October November December so this was like five months of like experimenting and being open to love and you know loving what I do at the same time like as much and it was a very confusing and trying moment in my life and I wish he had more respect for me to just not go to me because <laughs> that's what happened so he was on a work trip in December uh December I also was going on a trip in December so I know he was pissed but like he texted me while he was going to a work dinner or while he was at a work dinner in Atlanta and um was like I'm a little tipsy you know we're all having dinner together blah 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 for the new company that he has started with and I was like okay have fun text me later and you know, can't wait till you get back because we had barely spending any time at that point with each other. And then when he started working again, like he was gone all the fucking time. Like he worked more than I did. And in that night at dinner, he said he was going to have to be in the UK for most of January. And I was like, okay, like, well, that sucks because I didn't get to spend or I wasn't going to be able to spend 
Christmas with him, but he broke up with me before Christmas. So I didn't have to worry about that anymore, but I already knew that I wasn't going to see him for a lot of December because he was going on a trip with family, um, from like December, like 9th or 11th, like all the way to like the 22nd and then was going somewhere. I don't even remember. Just, we weren't going to be able to see each other for the holidays, but I don't really celebrate the holidays anyway. So it wasn't that big of a deal. And uh, so it was right before I left my December trip. And then uh, what day was that? I don't know, but he fucking sends me the dinner text and oh, I'm going to be gone and I'm going to be in the UK for a long time. And you know, I just don't know if I can like have a long distance like open relationship and i was just like well i can because i'm fucking like either at home chilling or like i'm with a fucking client you know like i don't need much more than that for now you know but he needed a lot more and um i was not like whenever he would want to like text or facetime like he could tell it wasn't like a pleasant thing for me and like i love facetiming my friends and you know uh certain people specifically and I would just be like, oh, like, you know, call me later. And he'd be like, wait, just like, he just want to like lay on the phone with me. And like, I wouldn't want you, but like, I have that bond like elsewhere. And I just like, couldn't love him in that way. And, you know, that's, I don't know. That's just the way, oops, got my water bottle. The way the cookie crumbles. Mm-hmm. So I do feel bad. He took a chance. I took a chance. We fucked it up so while he tells me he's gonna be in the uk a lot um i'm hoping for like maybe an invite or something because i wasn't invited on like this trip for christmas even though like yeah it was newly back into his life but like that would have been like a nice grand gesture but that wasn't gonna happen and I didn't really want to do all that and it was on a cruise ship and I don't know if I was prepared for that trip nor that journey because fuck no that looked where he was going I hope you had a horrible time so uh I end up replying telling him okay that sucks like well maybe I can come see you out there and he was just like well really and I'm like yeah really like it's we're fucking adults like we're not broke like if we want to make it work then we can make it work you know so then I'm just like, when you have some time tomorrow, like I need to talk to you about my upcoming work schedule. Cause I was getting ready to, you know, leave for a couple days. And so he was just like, I, it was all of a drunk text, like a while later, like maybe like half an hour to an hour later, a drunk response. Cause the letters were all like jumbled, but like not severely. I could still read it. He was just like, I don't think, do I still have the screenshot? I don't even, I don't want to look at the screenshot, but um, he was just like, I don't think I can do this anymore. It hurts too much. And I can't ask you to sacrifice. I can't do that. So he was just like, I can't make you give up your life. And like, I can't do this. Like, I'm just, no. And I literally just broke down into tears. So I was like, really in a drunk text while you're in fucking Atlanta? Mm -mm. Are you kidding me? And so I was just pissed and I just wanted to ice him out and I was just done with the chapter. Like, okay, fuck it. Like, 
just done. Like you fucking have the nerve to say that shit in a text message. Like I'm just done. I'll ghost you. So technically I ghosted him first. Technically. Um, I blocked him. I didn't respond to the message. I was just so broken and triggered, very much triggered, you know, I had just hosted at my apartment before he left, like a dinner with he, I, and two of his homeboys. And like, I served them plates of food and like made them drinks. And like, they fucking like did blow all night. And like, I was just like the ultimate little girlfriend. And like, we had a little like total Christmas soiree. Like it wasn't anything serious. We just like, pretend decorated my tree because you like guys do it and it comes out looking like shit so if anything they just fucked up my tree but I hosted this nice night all the vibes were good and I just felt like it was so overlooked and like he could have just been like look I know things um have been like good but the travel between us is going to be the biggest problem and obviously my occupation and his occupation because he's always fucking gone and he also man whores every time he's gone so, um, yeah, I blocked him for like two days and then I finally sent him a text when I had like gathered my thoughts and like calmed down and I knew he was still out of town. Like I knew his schedule. So I was just like, I don't remember. I feel like I have amnesia is what I said, but it was basically just like, look, sorry for blocking you. I needed to calm down and like gather my thoughts and not I also didn't I'm also like was trying to like avoid ruining his fucking work trip when he just started a new job and now you know dealing with this so I was just like you know what I'll just let us both chill out you're on a work trip I'm at home let's just cool it but like I blocked him two days later I finally texted him like look sorry for blocking you I don't appreciate how you could just end things with me in a text. I think we're both adults and we could have just been a lot more civil and respectful. And I have a couple things at my house that are yours, your monitor, because there was a computer monitor and like some shoes, gym attire and whatever, underwear, pillows, shit like that. And I was just like, do you want your shit back or not? Let me know. And he never responded. So then, did I send another text? I think I sent another text. I don't remember what I said. And then my text was green. So then he had blocked me. And I was like, oh my God. Like, really? Like, I really just wanted to know if I needed to throw your shit away or, oh, and I even said, um, I can put it outside the door for you. Let me know when you want to come for it. Like, I don't want to see you. Like, come just get your shit because I don't want you like running up on me in my house or trying to show up. Cause I don't know what the vibe is. So I said, I'll put it outside the door. Like I go, like, take your shit. No one else see each other. Don't care. Like the front desk knows you just come up and fucking get your shit. So like he even left me his car. Like the times when I was in LA and he was out, like I was whipping around his fucking bends and it was just ugh, ridiculous. Really ridiculous. So luckily I didn't have his car then <laughs> during that trip. Oh man, he probably did that on purpose now looking back at it. <laughs> probably, right? So 
I never responds. And I just kind of festered on that. And I was just like, wow, like we're really not going to say anything else to each other. We're not going to say anything else like down, just like awkward. Like there was so much time and energy invested for, and then it was just like, poof, like there were so many arguments between us, so much petty shit. And like, we probably had like four serious blowups where we were like, we're not doing this anymore. So like, it was nothing new. So for him just to do it like that was like, bro, are you fucking good? Like you're 30 something years old. And like, it was just bad timing because then I go on this trip. I'm going through like a breakup. That's not really a breakup because I'm happy about it, but it's also confusing and painful because I felt, you know, abandoned and like a chance had been taken away from me and I feel different now but my mindset when it had just happened to me like I well I went into a rage depression for sure um whenever something significant happens in my life it usually doesn't manifest well with my actions and my choices so there are some incidents on my next vacation and I feel like there's well there's incidents on every booking I have I swear I'm a fucking psycho I don't know well I know why but my clients fucking love me and genuinely care about me because uh, if another bitch did this oh no it would not fly it would not fly at all and like I know I'm not special I just know that these people are supposed to be in my life and these lessons are, you know, stuff that I have to learn. And my next episode is even telling a worse story because like I just said, there's always incidents on my trips and I fucked up big time on this last trip that I went on with a client and I feel like numb about it. No, I feel like more alive than I have. And I keep telling my friends this, I feel more alive than I have in a really long time, but it's hard. I hit a rock bottom basically on two, 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 which was, oh my God, was that yesterday? Oh my God. It was yesterday. No fucking way. Was that yesterday? Yeah, it was. I got back from my trip yesterday. Well, so yeah, 222, it was life-changing. I hit a rock bottom and I've just been suppressing so much emotions. Like I'm honestly so shocked I haven't cried through this episode, but there's just so much more that is piled on top that that is like the least of my fucking worries right now. And um, I need to face the music about a lot of shit in my life. And the next episode will be really sad to tell and I really don't want to tell it but um it should be said and I feel like I have a supportive community and I don't feel like I'll be judged for it it just sucks to admit your flaws your deepest deepest darkest flaws and I feel like they also manifested ugly into this open relationship that I had and you know, I feel like I can't be in any like relationship right now. (laughs) No, 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 no. So I'm glad. And like my, um, actions and my addictions 
have always gone like hand in hand and I just need to get a grip on a lot of things. So the next episode will be a lot more juicy. This one is like so fucking boring. I have no enthusiasm to talk about this man, but like, I feel like I have to, like, I literally did not put him like on my Instagram. I didn't tell anyone I was in a relationship. Like I just had a breakdown after, like, I'm sure people saw me crying drunk on my Instagram stories. Like that's nothing new. I've done that a lot over the years. I always struggle with alcohol and, you know, or record a lot on my story and it doesn't stop even when you know I'm in a bad place I don't know what I'm doing um you know and then then sometimes I leave it there sometimes I delete it but either way like the shit was out there it happened like you know I'm not afraid of that someone like personally messaged me and was like are you gonna talk about the day you were crying and you were drunk and I'm like yeah this is what happened I fucking went to go see Avatar I was one of my homegirls and it was you know, recent from my breakup. And like, we went to dinner before we went to the movie. And like, I told her the whole story of what happened between him and I, uh, well, basically part two, because she was already like a little filled in. And so obviously I was in my feels about that, having to, you know, talk more about that. And then Avatar, oh my God, if you have a heart, you would have just fucking cried your eyes out. But then I microdosed and then I might've took too much mushrooms. And then literally like, I was just so emotional about the movie, what was going on in my life. And like, you know, mushrooms have like, you know, obviously everyone knows healing powers, but it just came out and I just was releasing so much sadness and I'm walking home in the rain and I'm just like being dramatic and depressive and aggressive. Is it depressive a word? No, depressant, whatever. I was being depressed and being aggressive and being just raw but I don't even make any sense in those moments so don't look at them too deeply just know that there's a person in some serious pain in those moments inside there like you can obviously see it it's not hard so that's really all that was happening that night is anyone wanted to know more about that that's really all it was about and you know when I went through this breakup my friend Collins passed away uh, while I was coming home from a work trip. Well, technically I wasn't coming home because I was still going to Disneyland the day I got back. And that was the last place that I spent with her. I took her to Disneyland for her 21st birthday in October. And then she passed in December and I was about to get on a flight back to LA to go to Disneyland. Now it's just like, wow, like full circle. Um, sorry guys see he can't make me cry anymore because I just I don't miss him I miss her and it's funny she came to stay with me while I was dating him (laughs) and I picked her up from the bus stop she would take the bus from Vegas to my house and um I picked her up at like five in the morning from the UCLA bus stop um, from Vegas. And she was like, what the fuck? Whose AMG is this? And, you know, her and I, we fucking went to Disneyland and we took his car and it was just fun. (laughs) It was just a fun time. So it was a hard time for me to go through because she died as 
he dumped me and he dumped me right before the holidays, which he knows are very hard for me because my little brother passed away during the holidays. And so I was just like, ding, another thing, another thing, but shit happens. And, you know, I can only be grateful that that these are uh, my life lessons and that it all happens for a reason. God. So to anyone out there listening who knew Collins, just know she's always with us and I miss her too. I love her so much. And I know she's listening to this right now. And I'm so sad we never got to do an episode together. And I'm glad we're ending this episode in memory of her and not in memory of him. So that is it for this episode, J-Word. And next episode, I will be completely fucking exposing myself and what I did. There was two major fucking incidents that I did on this trip. And uh, no bueno. Not cool. Could have gotten into a lot of trouble. Could have just could have so we're high and i need to stop taking risks like that i need to take um a lot better look into the mirror and make some fucking changes so i'm doing something very drastic and um i will announce that i mean i guess i can announce it um no i'm not gonna announce it i'll just i think i'll just drop that episode tomorrow okay i'll drop the episode for you guys tomorrow um because I just need to purge it out already. Like, ugh, rip one mandate off about this stupid situation ship. And then I'll tell you how I just went into a deeper spiral, probably because of that situation ship, all the grieving I've been doing and suppressing. Yeah, it manifested itself very fucking ugly. And I'm sorry if this episode is boring. And I know you guys wait on me, and that's just really all I had to say about this man. I didn't want to give him too much time, glory, or credit. Um, And now we will delete him from any future conversation. So thank you guys so much for listening. This has been another episode of Sugaring with Spice, and we'll see you on, I don't know, another time. Oh, my God, that sounds like Paul Rudd. He's like, we'll see you on another time. And, um, what is the movie? What is the movie in Venice? Oh my God. I love you, man. And then Jason is like, I don't know what that means. So you have it translated as you will. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.